everyone and welcome back to the blog pod a place to get to know your favorite bloggers and influencers i'm your host kelly mcgee today i'm sitting down with the beautiful miranda davis i'm so excited to have you on the podcast it's been a hot minute since i've seen you what have you been up to i've been working like crazy and blogging here and there i'm trying to find kind of like my i guess feel on things of how i want to be consistent with it all and where i want to take my blog well, you have some exciting news that just happened on... I do. So, um, so I actually got accepted into um, Like to Know It about a month ago. Um, I've just been kind of playing with the whole back end of things, trying to learn um, kind of how it works and the whole commission side of it, trying to understand the whole process before I really like announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just announced it a few days ago, though, and I really like it. Um, I've just had kind of... I guess the worst experience starting out with it because I had to apply so many times before I even got in. What are their requirements? So I really wish that I could tell you because I really don't know. Or um, is it just kind of like a whoever approves you? Is it like how they're feeling yeah, that day? That's kind of how I feel it is. Um, I actually applied. I want to say I applied four times. It might have been three. But um, I applied, I reached out to several like um, bigger bloggers, like hey, being like, hey, can you give me any tips? This is what I'm doing. Do I need to improve my engagement? Do I need to post more? Like, I don't know what to do. And they all kind of told me, maybe just engage some more, maybe post a little bit more and just kind of see what happens. So I kept doing that. And then my blogger friends, or I had like girls that I just knew that didn't blog, they applied to it. And I'm like, how the heck is everybody getting in? And I can't even like get in at all. So um, I couldn't figure it out. I finally decided to reach out to um, Reward Style myself, and I just reached out, and I was like, hey, you know, I've applied several times. My engagement's, like, pretty much doubled. My likes have doubled. Like, I've really worked my tail off, and I can't figure out why I can't get in. And um, it was really weird because whenever I sent the email, not even 24 hours later, they responded back with, congratulations, you're accepted. Hmm. So they didn't really tell me why, so... I don't know. I was just really happy to finally be accepted because yeah. I've been trying for, I'd say probably close to a year because you can only apply, I want to say every three months and I didn't know that. So it kind of sucks, but I mean, it kind of gives you time to fix whatever it is they tell you to, that you need to work on. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's super exciting. Yeah, I'm really can... happy. And then, so can you design, because you see you're working on the back end, so you have mm-hmm. to set up obviously not only your Instagram page, but then... Do stuff on the yeah. like to know it. App. I was more so trying to figure out like how you link things. So there's a way, there's a certain way you like link items, and then a part of like to know it of like why influencers like to be a part of it is that they make a commission. So mm-hmm. whatever you link or whatever is linkable, um, you make a small commission. I mean, when I say small, it's literally like a dollar, if that. So it is very small, but at the same time, it really helps bloggers and influencers continue to do the business that they want to build. Right. So um, it's super important, you know, to support any influencers that you like or, you know, if you like a dress they post to really, I try to do it. <laughs> I try to support them and like shop through my friends' links if they have something that, you know, they post. Um, so I'm really happy that I'm finally a part of it. Yeah. And then you can't, you don't have to post on Instagram or you can just post on like to know it, not yes. just Instagram. Right. I actually okay. haven't even posted on like to know it Instagram at the same time. I usually just post on like to know it and mm-hmm. then just post on my Instagram feed and let them know, like let my audience know like, Hey, I just posted, you know, some shoes or whatever I posted to let them know to like go take a look. If right. Now that makes sense. Yeah. So let's take a step back. Um, prior to all of this, so how Daily Dose of Davis came to be? Um, 
And so, what made you want to start? Yes. Yeah, so I have followed bloggers for, I don't even know, probably at least a couple years. Um, so really, I would say probably, well, okay, before I ever thought about blogging, I would say I kind of grew up early because when I was 13, um, my mom passed away. So I didn't really have that, like, female role, I would say, like all my friends did, to, like, really, I mean, what's the word for it? To, like, just be there as mm-hmm. far as, like, everything that I want to do. So I kind of decided, um, like, growing up, because I grew up fast and kind of having to, I was always independent, but not as independent as I kind of had to learn how to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess just kind of figuring out, like, okay, like, I need to do this, I want to do this, like, I, all these things that I want to accomplish and do. So whenever I kind of got a little bit older and graduated high school, I was like, well, I really like the aspect of blogging and kind of putting myself out there. And then I kind of realized, which is super different, a lot of people in my little town that I live in, I feel like people kind of have similar stories as to what I do, or maybe there's a parent not in the picture or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. So I kind of just wanted to like get myself out there and maybe share myself. Maybe someone else feels the same, or I don't know, maybe they just have a different story and it's something that they just want. They can relate to someone. Yeah, they want something to relate to. Like They can kind of reach out to someone and put themselves out there. So that's kind of where that came from. Um, and then it was really the worst time possible for me, to be completely honest, of when I started my blog. Um, I found out in October of 2017 that I got accepted into nursing school. So I was super excited to start that in January of 2018. And then I also decided, because I wasn't thinking straight, <laughs> I was like, let's just start a blog the same month that you start nursing school. So I did that, threw it on the back burner, didn't blog, like maybe once every month or two. And then I actually didn't pass nursing school. I failed out, and then I decided, because nursing school wasn't for me, it's a great career, but it just wasn't, in the end, it wasn't for me. Right. So I decided that um, I was going to pursue blogging and kind of see where it went while I was still working and then going to go back to school. And that's kind of where we are now is I'm still um, working. I'm going to go back to school trying to decide, you know, what I was going to do. And blogging is just kind of stuck with me, and I've really, like, pursued it and kept it going mm-hmm. since I've taken it seriously. You have a very supportive husband. I do. My <laughs> husband, he's very supportive. He's... Um, Definitely a special gem. He <laughs> he takes my pictures. We argue every time he takes my pictures. It's great. If you ever see us on the side of the road arguing, just honk the horn because he needs moral support. Because well, the other night we went out to the makery <laughs> and we were all with like our significant others and we're like, something to take a picture. They all scattered. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, one of you has to take our photo. And yeah. one of the guys was like, well, I'm not going to be that Instagram husband. And I'm like, yes, you well, are. you're not my husband, so <laughs> you're going to take our photo. Like, you don't have to be her yeah. Instagram husband. You can be just take our photo. Right. Um, but it's funny because my husband's, like, not taking it, you know, because he's like, every time that I take a picture for them, you guys end up taking a selfie anyways. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but, no, you can't do selfies when you're trying to do, mm-hmm. like, this type of picture. And... um the kid who ended up taking our photo, he got the right angle and did everything. And I'm like, that's exactly why. You have to train them. You're the Instagram yeah. husband. You're like, you got to take it this way, this angle. And he gets so mad at me. I'm like, it's for Instagram. You got to yes. help me here. You got to get that good <laughs> angle, that good yeah. lighting. Um, exactly. So speaking of your husband, his name is Jordan. Yes, his name so is Jordan. how did you guys meet? So we actually met um, in high school. He was a little bit older than me. Um, so... I'll make this story really short because it's really cheesy. Um, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, um, in the town that we live in, his family owns the local grocery store, and that was my first job. And when I started working there, he worked there. Um, he was homeschooled most of his life, and then he went to public school in the middle of, like, 10th grade or so. So, I remember seeing him. We never really talked because he was very opposite of me, very shy, very, like, he had no words. He just stared a lot. <laughs> so, we started working together, and um, I was the cashier, and he was, like, a stock boy, and... Keep in mind, his whole family works at this grocery store, right. and I was dumb and didn't realize this entire family worked there <laughs> until later. You know, I realized that everyone was literally related, um, but I'd have to call someone to the front and be like, you know, can I get some help up here? And they would come help, and then once, like, the stock boys would come help the cashiers, and then once, you know, everyone was gone, like, all the customers, they'd go back to their job. Well, his family owned the store, so he could just stand there, pretty much, and he would just stand there and stare at me. So I finally was like, can you just, like, talk to me or, like, carry a conversation? Because if not, like, I'm going to just, like, start ignoring you. So he finally started talking to me. And he, from that day, he just texted me every day and just really pursued me. And we started dating. And then he proposed. And we got married. Yeah. And here you are now. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah, that's awesome to have a supportive um, husband on, you know, trying to figure out what you want to do. And then just supporting the blog because I know that it can't always be easy especially when you're mm-hmm. getting into it or trying to figure out you know the next direction um right on where you want to go so the last time we were together we talked about a couple of things one of them being microblading and I know that you have it done now so I do you want to share your experience because they look awesome thank you um I actually love microblading I will say I'm a chicken but it honestly didn't hurt um I actually got it done by Nikki um I can actually probably tell you guys on Instagram, like show you her handle so you can yeah. see her and look at her profile. Um, she did my microblading and honestly I was super nervous going into it because I have no tattoos. Like I don't mm-hmm. really have piercings up my ears. So I was like, I'm going to freak out. She's going to put that needle on me and I'm going to freak out and jump out of the chair. <laughs> but honestly, like she numbs you and you don't even feel it. It's crazy and it, it just takes off time off your makeup routine and it's just really... I don't know. She makes it look very natural, so it looks very good to, like, what your face shape is. Mm-hmm. And, like, as far as, like, your normal eyebrows, she just really kind of gives them a little bit more arch and, like, shape and color. Um, she did a really good job, though. I would definitely recommend her. And then she's in Jacksonville. Yes. Right? Okay. Awesome. I Something I want to get done. You um, should. I'm like you. I'm kind of like, I'm nervous. I'm like, what if they do it and I don't like it? Then I'm stuck yeah. with it. But. I honestly, like, bef- eyebrows, I feel like, are such a thing now. Clearly, there's they are. microbrading. But, like, back in the day, it was never a thing. And honestly, we're talking about eyebrow pencils, and I was like, I'm never using that. And, like, now I'll do my eyebrows, and I'll come out, and my husband, Paul, will be like, you do your eyebrows? I'm like, <laughs> I did. You notice? That's so um, funny. So it's funny because he'll, like, he can tell the difference. He's like, you did your eyebrows today. And I'm like, yeah. is it that noticeable? Or, like, yeah. did I do a good job? Like, I don't, I don't well, know like, you're... <laughs> going back and looking at pictures of me in, like, middle school and high school, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, yeah. no one ever helped me. No one ever no. told me, like, grow your brows like that. No, I actually, in middle school, um, terrible that I let this girl do this to me. But she was like, oh, I want to pluck. I had never plucked my eyebrows before. And she's like, I want to pluck your eyebrows. And I was like, okay. I think I was in ninth grade, maybe tenth grade. Ninth, no, definitely like ninth grade, um, or maybe eighth. I don't even know. But she like had me like lay in her lap or whatever, and she's like plucking. And I, it's like painful, like to have oh like you know, if you've never had your eyebrows plucked before, like the first time is painful. You know oh what to gosh, expect. Yes, it is. And she did one eyebrow, 
And then she let me look in the mirror, and no joke, my eyebrow, the entire front, she had plucked it, like, probably, like, a, not a full, like, half inch, I don't even know, but, like, a good, like, fingertip length back. So, like, where your eyebrow, like, comes into, like, the crease of the corner of your eye, like, it was back. So, I didn't, my eyebrows didn't start to, like, almost, like, the middle of my eye. It was terrible. And my mom was, like... I was like, they had to grow back in and she had only done one. So obviously she had to do the other right? because I looked, it was terrible. They have to be sisters, not cousins. But but they still need to, uh, yes, they just, it was terrible. Like, uh, and that was ever since then, I was like, I'm never doing anything to them again. Obviously I do get them like Mm -hmm. um, waxed or plucked or threaded, which I hate threading, but it's like, Way better. I've done threading once. I did it before. I had microblading done, and I'll never do threading again. It's, that, to me, was, like, worse than microblading. Like, really? Like, the pain was so bad. Okay. I was in tears. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like, hold my eye. Because they're, like, you know, hold your eyes here, and, like, yeah. I'll hold my eye, and then I feel like I can't see after because I've been pressing on my eyeball, like, right. so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely um, want to get my eyebrows microblading just because it seems it's like I had I had lash extensions and those weren't really for me mm-hmm. because I have allergies so like the eye rubbing and I'm then I forget and I wiped like makeup wipe over my mm-hmm. eye and ripped half the lashes off so like those weren't really for me but yeah like the lift and tint loved that see I want to do that I don't have curly lashes so having like the lift and tint was just like really nice um just to help keep them curled and then obviously the tint just to make them a little bit darker um so then I could like leave the house in the morning and just run to the store and not feel like I look like death like like, no makeup on yeah um but another thing that makes me like feel like more put together is being tan Uh um however when it's Obviously, we live in Florida, but it's not always nice out, and it's not always sunny, and we have busy lives, and, you know, you can't get to the beach, or you can't go to a tanning bed because you you don't want to, um, or you can't go to get spray tan because you don't have the time, so self-tanners come yes. into play, I know that you are using one. I am. So, I swear I have used every self-tanner probably known to man. I have tested them all um my favorite is the jergens mousse i do okay. it in the dark shade i think it's dark tan um so that's like the cheaper like drugstore one you can get it like walmart cvs i actually ordered it on amazon okay i think it's like 13 dollars a bottle um but i found on amazon which i'm actually going to share seeing in my spring amazon haul um it's 17 dollars for two of them on amazon oh. compared to 13 a piece at like walmart so that's a good one um I would say, like, the high end of that one would be, like, Loving Tan. That one's really good. That one's, like, $30, $40 a bottle. Okay. And then is that where people are using, like, the mitts to yeah. apply them on? Right. So, so you like... can order, like, a, a combo pack on Loving Tan on the website. You can get, a, like, a mitt with it. Or you can just buy the um, the Jergens one on, like, Walmart or wherever, Amazon. And then you can order, like, a mitt. I've used the same mitt for, like, a year. And I just kind of clean it, like, wash it off. I really like it though. I feel like it looks the best. Like it looks like you actually laid in the sun and yeah. not like orange. I got a spray tan for the first time um, a couple weeks ago. We had a one of my best friends got married, and um, it was the first time I ever had a spray tan. And they were like, put the lotion like on your hands oh, yeah. and your feet so you don't get like, yeah. the color. I swear to you, the bottom of my feet were like orange. Oh yeah. And my <laughs> palms were orange. And I was like, I did everything right. But that was the first time and it was like it was overwhelming. I was like, 
I felt like after I was a bodybuilder, yeah, like, you know, like moving your arms, and then, like, after, I feel like I was sore the next day, and I'm, like, I also just don't have the time to, like, mm-hmm. do that all the time, so I definitely need to get some self-tanner. I'm just nervous because I don't want it to, like, be streaky or right. look like right. I, totally I did something wrong and then can't get it off and just have to wait for it to fade. The good thing about the, the self-tanner that I use, I, I feel like, and all my friends that have tried it, they've pretty much liked it, I feel like, for the most part. Um, you can just scrub it off if you don't like it. Oh, but it okay. does stay. I feel like it stays about like a spray tan about a week. Okay. So it's pretty good. Yeah. So if we had the microblading, the lash lift in tint, <laughs> and the tan, I am like good to go. Yes. No makeup, nothing. Summer ready. Yes. Summer <laughs> ready. Um, so I'm kind of jumping to something else because um, I saw that you had gone to Vibe Dance. I did. How was it? It was so much fun. I actually went with one of my friends. Um, I really like it. So I danced um, growing up for eight or nine years um, at like a little local studio in town, and I loved it. Um, I did like ballet, jazz, um, competition, point. I kind of did like the whole shebang. I loved it so much, and then I quit when I was in high school because I couldn't really participate in like school activities. It kind of took up all my time. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've missed it so much, and then um, I've heard about Vibe Dance through some friends, and I'm like, you know, I've got to go. I told my husband, I'm like, I'm going. He's like, okay, just take off work every, you know, Thursday, and just go every Thursday. I'm like, you're not, you're not, you're right. I'm gonna do it. So I went, and I'm obsessed. And you have to come with me because it's so fun. I want to go, but for those listening, um, you may have heard of Vibe Dance um, because of the viral video with Wow, um, and his name is. Mike? Uh, Mike. Mike, yeah. So he did the wow um, from Post Malone. It was a really awesome video, but that's the place. And I had originally wanted to go because yeah. I had seen like a bunch of girls going. And then all of a sudden the video blew up and I was like, yeah. oh, now I'm going to go. And they're going to be like, she's only, this girl can't dance. She's <laughs> only here because, you know, it blew up. But I definitely do want to go because it looks like a lot of fun. It was um, so much fun. And I like the, like, um, Jen started the class saying, like, this is like a no judgment zone. Yeah. There's people here that have no experience. There's people here that have danced their whole lives. Like you just dance and you yeah. just you just feel yourself. Like you just do it. So um, I've never danced hip hop before, so I was really nervous going into that. I'm like, oh, I've danced before. This will be fine. No, I yeah. had no idea what I was doing. So it's definitely fun. They break it down. You don't feel like insecure. I mean, there's gonna be someone better. Like there isn't everything. Right. But I mean, you just have to just have fun with it, and it was it was a blast. Yeah, because I definitely would be in the back of the room. Yeah, I was like, I'll be like the back or the middle so no one can really like judge me. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I would be. Like, I am not, I am not a dancer. I'm not very coordinated. I try to be. Um, yeah. But I definitely want to go. And they're located where? Um, Is it? So it's at like a. It's at like, like a, a wedding. Like a wedding venue. venue. Right? It's actually um, Jen's parents are the ones that own it. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. I've only been one time. I know because I, yeah, it's not, it's not a barn, but it's, it's like a wedding venue, but I guess kind of like a barn. I can't remember. Because it's all wood, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I can't remember the name of it. Of course I can't remember it now. No, I know. (laughs) But you can look it up on their Instagram page. Just go to One Vibe Dance and um, it'll have the directions on there. Okay. And you have to download an app now in order to go download the app and then you just like put your information in and then pay for the class on the app and it'll tell you how to get there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so something else you have coming up is, um, a exciting trip. I do. I'm actually going on a blogger trip, um, 
so not this weekend, but next weekend, um, to Charleston with a couple of girlfriends, and I'm super excited for that. It'll be all of our um, first blogger trips, so we're all, awesome. like, really excited to work with some brands while we're there and just kind of, you know, um, pick each other's brains as mm-hmm. far as, like, blogging and just kind of learn things from each other and spend time together. Have you guys, have any of you ever been to Charleston? Um, I want to say Two of the girls have been. Okay. Yeah. It is on my list to go. Me too. So, um, a blog post suggestion. Yes. To write, like, a Charleston recap. We are, actually. Good. So, um, we're actually staying at an Airbnb over there, and we're collaborating with the Airbnb. Fine. So, I'll be doing, like, a whole, like, all the girls, but I'll be doing, like, a recap post of, like, our Airbnb and showing you what it looks like and all the brands we work with while we're there. And just kind of give you, like, some tips of what we did. Yeah. Maybe some cool spots that we don't think you guys would want to, you know, pass up whenever you go. Well, because it's hard because, like, there's so many places that, like, I want to go. And I'm wearing that age now where it's, like, your friends are getting yeah. married and you have bachelorette parties. So when you go to these places and destinations, like, you're doing something probably completely different than you would do if you just went, like, right. on a girls weekend. Mm-hmm. And Charleston is definitely um, on my list to go for, like, a girls weekend or even just a trip with my husband just somewhere just to go and explore and I'm sure there's a lot of like hidden gems would be cool to see where you guys go and what you guys do and the Airbnb um Airbnb seem like they're like the the way to go I feel like I'd rather book an Airbnb anywhere I go compared to a hotel now because they're just so unique and different Mm -hmm. and you have your own house yes or apartment or whatever yeah I know we're um hoping um my best friend's getting married in November and she's thinking of going to Nashville and I know there's like some really cute Airbnbs. Um, I'm going to Nashville in July. Are? My best friend's getting married. Yeah. Oh. So we're staying in Nashville. So I'll do yes. a blog post yes. about that. Yes, please do. <laughs> because ours, hers won't be until um, like September, okay. October-ish. So. Yeah, we are, we're going Thursday to Sunday in okay. July. So I'll be doing a whole post yes, about well, that. Per, I will be yeah. using that to uh, see where you guys stay. And, I actually um, follow a lot of bloggers that have either lived in Nashville mm-hmm. or they live there now or traveled there and they've done like Nashville recap posts so I just keep kind of keep a little tab on my laptop open of places they all have said and I'm like okay we gotta go here we gotta go here so I have a whole list of places we have oh, to go so fun and <laughs> you know they want to do um winery oh yeah because I guess they have some cute ones out there mm-hmm. and then like the honky tonk Bus. Yes, my friend was actually one that's getting married she was talking about that it's like a little they do like a um like a trailer with like hay or like a tractor or something mm-hmm. really like you get on it and drink I'm like oh my gosh this sounds like our small town we live in yeah. so they want to do that so I'm like okay we could do that that's cool yeah okay so now we have a couple questions um that came in and I know that you also said you get these quite often mm-hmm. um from people so we'll start with the first one is how did you start a blog so I actually did a lot of research before starting um I reached out to several girls that I follow that are bloggers and just kind of asked them like what they did. Um, so I got on YouTube and Google and just kind of researched like the whole website part, like website designing. I did the bare minimum because I'm not like a graphic designer whatsoever. Um, created a website, had to pay for like my um, domain, your, name. Yeah, domain name and um, kind of just reached out to another blogger about creating my names. I didn't know like what kind of name would stand out. And then um, she, like, mentioned Daily Dose of Davis. So I'm like, okay, I like that. That's yeah. cute. So I went that for my blog name. And then, um, I don't know, I just kind of decided to, like, take off with it. And I thought it would be cute to, like, eventually work up to every day, get on my stories and be like, 
okay, so today in the life of, you know, whatever. Right. Like, kind of like your, literally your daily dose of, like, Marina Davis. Yeah. You know? So, we kind of shorten it, the daily dose of Davis. I like it. Thank you. Um, so, what tips um, do you have for people who are just getting started? I know you mentioned some of them, like, with how you started, but are there any yeah. other tips um, that you have for people who are trying to get started blogging or who have started um, that, you know, want to, you know, continue? Um, yeah. Um, definitely, I would say start off doing your research, and then I would reach out to other bloggers or anyone that you like to follow and, like, you, like, look up to and maybe ask them what they did. Um, but a big thing I would say is whenever you're starting it is to really be yourself because, when it comes to like collaborations and like trying to work with brands, I feel like there, like right now, there's so many girls blogging that it's hard to really um, like step out of the circle and kind of be unique. You need to kind of stand out and do your best. Of course, be yourself, but do your best to not be like everyone else. Like, don't try to be someone that you're not. Be yourself because that's how you'll grow your audience is by being yourself, and people will see like you being genuine and being honest and being you. Like, if you're quirky or you like to, if you're a fashion blogger but you love to read, do fashion, but also, like, do, like, a book club. Like, do whatever, whatever fits you, do that because that's what's going to make you stand out. So that kind of goes into how did you figure out what you wanted to blog about? Yeah, um, I really wanted to blog about fashion because I've always been into fashion. Um, I love sales, and (laughs) (laughs) I'm the first person you'll see at the sale rack or at Plato's Closet because I don't care. Um, I just, I've loved fashion for so long. Um, I really wanted to blog about, like, everything, like, marriage and, like, young marriage because I got married at 19. I was like, I wouldn't mind touching on that subject and just Mm kind of mentioning that. But really, I feel like when I started, I kind of touched on a little bit of nursing school, a little bit of marriage, a little bit of fashion, and I had the best response from fashion. So I'm definitely mainly a fashion blogger, but I kind of touch on a little bit of everything from time to time. To kind of put your little uniqueness out there. A little Um, bit of makeup, but I'm not, I'm no, by no means a professional. I mean, I can watch Jaclyn Hill videos all day and my makeup never looks half as good as hers, so... (laughs) I stick with fashion for the most part. <laughs> I'm not very good at makeup either, nor fashion, which is why I am neither. <laughs> I watch all of you guys, and I'm like, okay, we'll do this, and we'll buy this top. And Girl, you do it. I try. I try. <laughs> um, and then, how do you go about getting um, collaborations? Um, so, I like to reach out to brands, and I know like a lot of people will say this, Um, I've taken a couple of courses to, like, teach myself how to, like, pitch to brands and, like, how to present myself and, like, sell myself. Um, So, a lot of people will say, well, I don't reach out to brands because I, they'll reach out to me. I don't feel like I should. Well, the reality of it is, is a lot of times brands don't even know about you. So, if you don't pitch to them and reach out to them, they'll never, you'll never, I can't talk. You'll (laughs) never hear from them. So, um, I just reach out to them and kind of tell them maybe what I'm interested in, if, if it's like a tanning line or a boutique, and tell them that I'm interested in working with them, um, that I like their brand, and just kind of see from there what, if they're interested in a collaboration and what that entails. I know every brand um, collaboration is a lot different. Some are like partnerships, like some are like paid partnerships. So it really depends on what they're willing to offer and what they're looking for. And then if you can provide that and you're a good fit, then right. you work together. Do you get told no a lot? 
from collaboration? Or have you um, found, like, yeah. you know? So I've definitely had some trouble. I mean, I would say if I reach out to 10 brands, I'll probably be told no three, four times, and I might be told yes three or four times, and then some just don't answer. And I've definitely also came across brands that they – I feel like a lot of brands, when they respond, they're really nice. Even if they say no, they're really mm-hmm. nice about it. But I came across a couple of brands that have just been straight up rude. <laughs> or they just don't like, they're not very open with you. Or they just kind of like fib a little bit. So I'm like, eh, I don't want to work with you. Right. So you just kind of, it's kind of like anything in life. You know, you have to figure out what works for you. And you can tell by someone's email or someone's DM on Instagram. You can kind of tell how they run their business. Mm-hmm. But how they respond to a, you know, potential customer. Right. So I'm kind of like, okay, I don't really like your vibe, so I'm not going to reach back out to you. Or buy your products anymore. Exactly. That's kind of how I feel. You've lost a customer. Yeah. And you'll probably lose more. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, if you can't be nice, then it's like, okay, I don't want to work with you, and I'm glad we figured this out before I ever even tried to. Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely had some success. and also had some failures, so it's definitely a learning curve, and I'm continuing to learn about it as I go because... I feel like social media is continuing to uprise and it's changing every day. Yes, definitely. You have to go with the flows and um, be sure to be up with the trends and stay on top of all the algorithms. Oh my and gosh, that algorithm. <laughs> I'm just glad that um, Instagram did not, when they changed for like a day and like everybody freaked out. I did not like that. Thus, oh I was gosh. like, I will give up Instagram. I cannot have this. I know. It was a mess. But yeah, I feel like really the only way I stay on top of it is engagement and really, excuse me, engaging with your followers and engaging like if someone comments on your picture to comment back. And I don't know. I kind of feel like people just want to know that you're there and that you're responsive. Mm-hmm. So really just engaging and giving it back to them as well. Yeah. Did you know? So I went to the blogger brunch the other weekend, and that four words or more or is a comment. What, yes, yes. I did not. So now when I like comment on someone's post, it's yeah. like I am loving this. Yeah. Not I'm loving this. Yeah. Like I'm like four words or more emojis don't count. Yeah. I did not know that. I was actually talking to a girlfriend today at lunch. So I was telling her about about that. I was like, if someone comments on your picture and they just put heart emojis. If you want to carry the conversation on, you know, or say something back, just say, have a great day. Or if you, you know, your picture was about a top from Forever 21, you know, and you ask in the picture, what store do you like to shop at? And they just put hearts, put, what's your favorite store to shop at? Like, keep the conversation rolling because that counts for your engagement. I did not know that it was for four words or more. And I'm like, oh my gosh, sometimes I I just write like so cute. So now I'm like, like, how can I make this four words or more? You know, yeah. especially when you want to, like, engage with all these different people. And yeah. I'm like, I, tried I feel like to. I'm doing a terrible job. Yeah, I try to, but I feel, like, and I feel like there's also some bloggers out there that they only comment. They just put cute. And it's like, they know the rule. They're a blogger. Right. But it's like, people at the end of the day, they don't care. They just want to engage. If they like you, if they don't, they don't. So right. it's kind of like, But yeah, know. I had no idea of that, um, of the four word thing. I, was like, I know. I was like, four words. I feel like I kind of learned that late in the game. I don't even remember when I learned that. But when I did, I was like, wow. Now I've got to be on my phone twice as long. <laughs> oh, it was that and then um, answering within like an hour. Yes. I was so, like, yeah. this is why I am not 
This water. is so funny you brought this up because I literally had lunch today with a girlfriend and we were talking about all this. I was telling her like the first 60 minutes whenever you post is so crucial because like, okay, so I've done a lot of research. All my friends know I'm like a research crazy person. So like Instagram works in tiers. So whenever you release a post, um, you have 60 minutes to get so many likes and comments and then it's only released to like maybe 20, 30% of your followers and then once you reach that, whatever the amount 100 is, it opens up to the next tier, so it might be like 40%. So essentially, all of your followers probably never see your posts anyways. However, the more you get, the faster you get, the more it opens up to more of your followers. So if I'm like working because I'm a server, if I work all day long, I won't make a post because I can't engage. So I know that my posts will tank. Like that's just how it is for me. I know some girls are the opposite, but if I'm like at home all day or I don't work in the morning, I'll post in the morning, engage my little heart out for three hours, and then I won't be on my phone. It's definitely, yeah, I got I had, a lot in the back end of things. It's yeah. definitely a lot. Yeah. I had no idea because obviously I'm not a blogger. I am just like starting in this realm of, you know, podcasting. But when I went to that blogger brunch and they were telling, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, what? And then um, <laughs> the lady who put it on, she was like, my boyfriend came to pick me up and I had just posted a photo. And she's like, we have this rule out when we're together, like we're not on our phones. And she was like trying to like secretly do it in the car because it like yeah. had just posted it and she was like I needed to respond back to everybody and that I was like mm-hmm. what am I I'm doing everything wrong no I don't know I, I, I definitely get it's important because it's the first hour but I didn't know that for the longest time I was no. always like why am I getting random like really good posts and some are really bad and I figured it out I'm like oh no that makes sense yeah and it also helps like post your story like if you post you know, a new post, and then you, like, put it Share. in your story, you're like, new post, check it out, or whatever. because, yeah, I mean, I know with all the algor- algorithms and stuff, there's, like, even some of my, my friends that I'm following, I don't see, and I'm like, when did right. you post this? Like, how did I miss that? Like, I was on Instagram, like... And you just don't see it. And I got, I said I was caught up, you know, I don't think it says it anymore, but, like, you know, you start seeing posts that you already saw, and I'm like, I'm caught up, like... Yeah. But I never saw that post that went out. So, ah, uh-huh. oh, the... The way, the tips and tricks of Instagram. I know. I could go on for this for days. And I really um, thought about starting a course myself of, like, teaching. Maybe when I get a little bit bigger. I feel like almost in a way, whenever you're a smaller blogger, people, kind of even with brands, they have a hard time taking you seriously. But eventually, I think I want to start. Um, I didn't really tell anybody this. This is super intimidating. <laughs> I think I, I've told a couple of my girlfriends, but I think I want to start a pitching course um, because I've taken so many courses and I've spent so much money on it. Right. Yes, I've gained knowledge, but at the same time, you really have to kind of put your own spin on the things. So I would love to kind of make a Facebook group or like some kind of pitching course through Instagram and just kind of offer it to like bloggers or maybe girls that are interested in starting blogging and, you know, have like a small fee of some sort to get into it and just kind of talk about things openly because... I feel like brands are um, really hush-hush about how they work with bloggers. And I feel like even being a blogger and talking to other girls, they don't just openly say, oh, here's my contact for this. Right. Or this is who I talk to for this. Like, girls just don't do that because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's something personal. It's a business. So I would like to kind of create a group to where, you know, if I reach out to a brand, I don't know, hypothetically, it's Loving Tan. I'm like, hey, here's my contact. This is what I said. This is what they said back, and feel free to use it. Yeah. So I would love to do something like that, create some kind of platform, but 
maybe in the next year or so I'll yeah. keep you posted. Yeah, it could even just be like you could even just start it with like um like a brunch or lunch and have people who are interested just get together and kind of yeah. like gauge ideas like a um, a focus group to see kind of like what the things that people are looking for and what they're interested in. Yeah. And then you could create it around that. Yeah, I love that. I'd be down. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know for sure. I, I will be along for the ride. <laughs> so I have some, just some fun little Q&As. Okay. Um, just to kind of get to know you on a different side. Okay. Um, are you more day drinking or night drinking? I would say night because I like to dance. So I'm not going to oh. dance in the middle of the day, personally. <laughs> I'd rather just feel like dark and you can't see me. <laughs> So you don't know if I'm doing good or bad. You just see me over there. All right, I would have. I'm like, I'm more of a day drinker, so I can go to bed early. But like, <laughs> but for dancing, that does make sense because I do not need to be seen during the daytime because I would probably be the only person. That's so funny. Dancing. <laughs> sweet or salty? Hmm. Probably sweet. Again, I didn't grow up eating a lot of sweets, but my husband has the biggest sweet tooth in the world, so I do too now. So I love sweets. <laughs> um, mascara or lipstick? That's a hard one. Um, I'd probably say lipstick. Okay. I'm a big lipstick person. Like, when I go to work, so I'm a waitress. Um, I will, like, put on foundation, maybe mascara, but I'd never forget my eyebrows or lipstick. Okay. <laughs> um, toilet paper over or under? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I think we do it over at our house, but if I go somewhere and it's under, I don't change it. Okay. So, like, both. I, I know that's, like, a huge, like, thing. It is. But, like, I don't really care. I feel I, like it's all going to be used. Same. <laughs> so, so, I don't really care. <laughs> when we first moved in here, I think I, I put the toilet paper, like, in the guest bathroom, and then somebody used it, and they are like, oh, your toilet paper was the wrong way. I, I fixed it for you, and I was like, okay, thanks. And then... You know, we had a couple people in and out, and then the same person went back in there. Like, did you change the toilet paper back? And I was like, no. So then, so, two people that day had changed my toilet paper. So let's say it was That's under hilarious. at first, then they turned it to over, and then somebody went back in and turned it to under, and then she went back in, and it was turned back to over. See, now I'm like, I feel some, some people are like very particular about whether it's over or under. Now that we're talking about it, I feel like we might do under. Oh no, I really don't know. I think the correct way is over. Okay. I don't know. I think it is. I think over is correct because there's not like pulling. I don't even know. I don't know. But I just know <laughs> that that is always like, um, always like a, a funny conversation because there's some people who are so like. Particular about yes. it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. But um, are you more of a truth or dare type person? Um, probably truth. I feel like. If you were to say dare, it's like, what could we dare you to do? Well, and I feel like when I play this with my friends, <laughs> the dare is always something so crazy that you'd have to commit a crime. <laughs> so I feel like truth is just a safer route. Yes. And I'm a very honest, like, I'm pretty straightforward. So I feel like when people ask me, they know I'm going to pick truth anyways. Right. So it's just an easier one. Heels or flats? Flats. You and me both. Girl. I feel like when I wear wedges, I'm going to break my ankle. I actually have on, um, like, espadrilles. The little platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have literally almost broke my ankle like six times in two days wearing those things. So definitely um, flats. Yes, I am <laughs> definitely a flat person. Um, spring or fall? Spring. I like the colors. Okay. And just like the breeze. I know it's kind of hot, but I don't like being cold. I can't stand it. That's why we live in Florida. Yep. 
<laughs> Iced coffee or hot coffee? I'm not a huge coffee drinker. I actually just started drinking okay. coffee, but definitely cold. I don't really like hot drinks. Okay. And then would you prefer Dunkin' or Starbucks? <sighs> Probably Starbucks. Oh. Only because I'm not a big coffee yeah. person. And I like that um, Starbucks has like the pink drink. What's the pink the drink? The pink drink is, oh man, now that I, it's strawberries. So it's a strawberry acai refresher. And you can get it with okay. like coconut milk or like lemonade or whatever, really. Um, it's just really good. Okay, I've had the very berry refresher. I don't think I've had that one. But I think it's like raspberries and mm-hmm. like blueberries or something. That sounds good. I'm more of a Dunkin' girl. Okay. Also, there's a Dunkin' like walking distance. Oh, well, then I would be too. <laughs> from here. But I, I just like their coffee better. I don't know. There's some people who are very much Starbucks, but I do like mm-hmm. Starbucks for like their cake pops. Oh, yeah. And, like, their Those little, like, um, like items. Like, the – I don't know if they actually still carry, but um, Bantam Bagels. They're, like, the mm-hmm. little, like, bagel – they're not, like – you know, like, this little munchkin donut. They're, like, that size, but they're bagels. Right. And they're, like, stuffed with cream cheese. Okay. It was on Shark Tank. Um, <laughs> but they're in there. But then even just, like, their breakfast sandwiches, I think, are just a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I still love Dunkin', like – yeah, I, I feel like Starbucks is, like, out to make everybody in America go broke, so. Yes. They're can't definitely to, expensive. Can't go to Target without going to Starbucks. I know. It's like a treat to get Starbucks, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know that you're up here for um, the day, so I'm super happy that you were able to yeah. come and chat with me. And me, too. I can't wait to see um, the Charleston trip um, and start using some self-tanner, because this yeah, is girls getting pale. I'll have to come back after my trip and kind of yes. let you know, update you. I'm excited to share pictures and just kind of um, like Instagram stories while we're there because we have a lot of things planned, like really fun things while we're there. So Are your days like jam packed for the most part. Yeah, so we actually in the beginning we were all like, let's do this, this, and this, and we you know we're trying to figure out some collaborations to get them lined up. And right, we were like kind of got a couple things set in stone, and then like last minute, like this week, last week. Things have just flown in, and we're like, okay, where are we going to have time to eat? Like, we have a lot. Eat, eating and walking. Yeah, we're going to eat and walk, literally. <laughs> taking a picture and taking a bite out of a sandwich. Yeah. But uh, we have, yeah, a lot going on, so I'll definitely be sharing. So make sure you're following along on Instagram for all my stories and all of our collaborations over there. Just all the fun things we have going Can't on. wait. So I hope you enjoyed getting to know Marina during this episode of the Blog Pod. I cannot wait to have you back and to hear about all of your trips. Make sure to follow her on Instagram. I'll be sure to tag her um, on the blog pod. And then you can also follow her blog at dailydoseofdavis.com. And also subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And until the next time, have a good day. Bye.